0: Taylor, you know there are a million ways to run a restaurant every chef has their own spin on things but no matter who you are or how you cook you need a good point of sale and it boggles my mind how many places don't derek you know this reminds me of that exact conversation you had with that struggling and overworked restaurant hospitality group executive you recently talked to them about their issues with this exact same problem off the air before the show Yeah, I just don't get it. It's so simple. With Cake, which is the point-of-sale system that lets bar and restaurant owners focus on the guest experience, they can stop worrying about tracking every sale. Cake does that for you. You can automatically save information and review it later from anywhere. That means you can actually take days off which can be pretty rare in the restaurant business. I don't know about you, but with cake, you actually spend time with your family without worrying about adding up last night's sales. I mean, who wants to do that anymore? Really? I told them to go to trycake.com forward slash small bites and take a look for themselves. Cake makes it easy. Sounds simple enough to me. It is, and get this. To get started with cake, when you go to trycake.com forward slash small you and our listeners can get $750 off the activation fee. That's a 75% discount. And with that discount, you get a user-friendly point of sale solution that includes cloud reporting and world-class 24-7 support. That's amazing. My saying is... Take a look at trycake.com forward slash small bites and get your own slice of cake. Eric, I couldn't have said it better myself. Trycake.com slash small bites and get your own slice of cake. Welcome to Small Bites Radio with Donato Marino and Derek Tim. We hope you're hungry.
1: Round spaghetti you can eat with a spoon. Pop spaghetti o. Why is the beef? He likes it! Nothing for you! Nothing for you! Nothing for you!
2: Feed
3: me more!
2: As long as I can have
4: you here with me. At my travel feed, Reverend Blue Jeans Bay.
5: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Small Bites Wildfire Radio. My name is Donato Marino. With DNL Coffee Service, Premier Barista to Bean Service. And we have a special co host today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. My name is Sophia Monk, and I'm here at Small Bites.
0: Is that it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, if you're going to be the co host, we're going to have to have you just talk for the rest of the show. You're going to be able to handle that? Maybe, maybe. Well, I think we're going to be able to do a lot of talking tonight, Don, I think so. Because the table, there's no room for even elbows here tonight. No, there isn't. I'm ready to go in the food coma. There's so much food. We actually had to move some of the food outside of the studio to another table. And that's just to rub it in to all of those who are on the phone, such as uh, our man Pots and Pans, the Nightlife correspondent for the Courier-Post. And also, he's known to uh, have a little fancy blog there. It's one of those keyboard warriors. Ugh. But the New York Times did recognize him for all that typing on those fancy keyboards, and that is John Howard Fusco. How you doing there, John?
1: Evening, guys. How are we all doing tonight? Sounds, sounds lovely there. Uh, wish I could have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like
0: Pink Floyd. <laughs> wish you... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh all right. I'm going to flip the script on you Derek tonight. We're going to start in South Jersey because we got a lot to talk about there. What? I want to mention I want to mention Scola. This is a new upscale BYOB in Cape May Courthouse that's opening on March 15th. Uh the restaurant is part of the Cara Restaurant Group. They run George's Place and the YB in Cape May, so expect great things and they just they're opening May, March 15th. They said they're already sold out opening night. So people are already aware of this place. Um I want to mention Monarch Diner in Glassboro. It just opened this past week. This was reported by the Forty Two Freeway blog. Uh, this is a schwanky new diner, and the menu not only covers all the usual diner suspects, but it also has a, a sense of vegetarian and vegan section, which I thought was interesting. So that's Monarch Diner in Glassboro. And what what kind of uh, diner
0: was that again, John?
1: Schwanky. Schwanky. schwanky.
0: Oh, they're yeah. the best kind. I like schwanky yeah. diners. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. If you go to the 42 Freeway blog, you can look and see the pictures. It looks like a very nice, nice new modern diner uh, in Jersey. Uh, if you're already thinking about the summer and thinking about heading down to LBI, want well, to take a look out for a new place called Bird and Betty's. This is a new project from the Tide Table Group. This is a group that run Mud City and Old Causeway and Parker's Garage. Uh, they have a new place in Beach Haven called Bird and Betty's, which is going to be opening in May. Uh, they're taking an old restaurant called The Catch, and they're turning into a retro 60s, 70s, Beach outing kind of experienced restaurant, whatever that means. I don't know. I'll have to go. <laughs> but they're looking to open on May 9th. That's Bird and Betty's on LBI. Uh, it was reported this week in NJ Penn that there's going to be a new food and beer hall on Tadden Avenue. It's going to be in the works looking for a late 2019, early 2020 opening. The name of the beer hall and restaurant place is called Reunion, Reunion Hall. And mm-hmm. by the same folks who brought you the Mile in Runnymede, which was recently opened uh atlantic city restaurant week is coming march 3rd to march 8th uh, participating restaurants are offering three course dinners for 35 19 and lunches for 15 19. there's a ton of places involved you can go to their website it's it is any type of style of food you want there's going to be available uh, let's go back onto the over the bridge into philly for a cute couple open restaurant openings uh were mentioned by michael klein and philly.com this past week we have Mashua grill which is a new fast casual mediterranean that's open on 413 south street in northern liberties And Bentai Cuisine, which is a new Japanese restaurant open on Vine Street near Hanuman University Hospital. And the Kensington Community Food Co-op, which has been in works for more than a decade, is finally going to be opening. They've set a late March uh, time as far as to open. This is according to Eater Philly. The co-op is going to include a grocery store, which will focus on local, local sourced food, as well as a cafe and a bar. So all these items and more we mentioned tonight on my blog and share it on Twitter, as always, at Eating in S. Jersey, hashtag Radio.
0: Man, so much information. That's a lot of new places. That is a, a lot of new places. And that's why, with all of that information, it takes a long time for me to digest it and remember it all. That's why we had to cut this show down to twice a month. So with that being said, John, I look forward to talking to you again Sunday, March 10th. Have yourself uh-huh. a great night. Uh, sounds great, guys. Have a good evening. You too. You too. Man, so much done. It's amazing how he gets around. Good thing we got that delicious DNL coffee here to uh, pep us up to. Isn't it really good? It is. It's the best around. The smell overpowers the food sometimes. Pour me another. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of hard for the smell to overpower everything with all of the food in here tonight. And one of the individuals who you just heard popping <clears throat> into the show because we kidnapped him Ooh. is none other than John Ethan Cole, as he's known on his social medias.
3: I've got to believe that people who are listening to this live are like, oh, dear God, not another hour. This guy, please get <laughs> that mic now. And the <clears throat> reason
0: why we had to kidnap him is his co-host will literally kill him next week if he found out that he willingly came in studio.
3: Oh, Kevin, if you're listening, you would not believe all the food you're missing. It is absolutely delicious. (laughs) It smells great in here. Uh, I don't know why you left. I mean.
0: (laughs) But we're happy to have you, John. You always have uh, so, I'm going to say so many entertaining shows because how many shows do you have on Wildfire now? Well, 10. I kind of rotate
3: them a little bit like the food truck show we do during food truck season. Because, you know, we try to keep the Russian current. Uh, Tony, Luke, and I do foodin' around when Tony isn't being... Famous and Signing autographs. Signing autographs, opening seven stores in New York. He's like, oh, kid, we won't be able to do the show this week. I'm in New York. I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw on CNBC. (laughs) If I was opening seven stores, I might miss the show, too. (laughs) Um, And then we do Dining on a Dime. Which is
0: every Sunday.
3: Which is every Sunday. And surprisingly, uh, and Kevin will laugh at this, that's the show I I held out the least hope of success for, quite frankly. (laughs) Because, you know, who, who cares about that? But as it turns out... Uh, that show really helps people out.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean you know, it's wildly successful. I hear everyone talking about we, it. We we get people in South Jersey, people
3: in you know, out in Philly, maybe they're you know, they're tired of going to Center City and
0: dropping twenty bucks for lunch. I but, mean But I'm gonna tell you that you don't have to always go to Center City, John. No. Because mm-hmm. we have an individual in the studio, Anthony'll well, we we'll see if we get this correct. Torcivia? Very close. It's Torcivia. Tortura. there we ah. go. But well, we're just going to call you Anthony for the See,
3: night. I never use last names because I wouldn't even be close. <laughs> That's why Derek has a real show. i like, Anthony, got? He,
0: <laughs> he is the director of Cantina Los Calabellatos. Caballitos. Caballitos. Hey, we'll, we'll try. We're, we're going to just call it Cantina. You were stoned in Spanish class, weren't you? You're not even close, brother. <laughs> but, man, what a wonderful spread that you brought. So why don't we start first? with what you brought in studio, because everything was fabulous. Then we'll go second, we'll talk a little bit about the restaurants that you run. And third, because we were expecting another guest, Pam Zanola, the director of East Paschunque Avenue to join us to talk about their restaurant week, which is running Monday, February 25th through Friday, March 8th. But she's a little under the weather. So we hope for a quick recovery to Pam. But we know that you are the right man to talk about all three subjects. I
2: hope so. And I I think I can do a well enough job to make Pam proud of me.
0: <laughs> well, you certainly made us all proud as soon as we bid in everything Super. that you brought. So tell us a little bit of, of each dish that you well, brought in for, for us. for
2: Restaurant Week for uh, East Passyunk uh, we do three styles. There's a 15, a 25, and a 35 uh, tasting kind of menu. You get three courses. Uh, what we're doing is the $25. You can start off. Uh, what I brought in-house is we have a nice shrimp fresh ceviche. That was great. Done was really good. to order for you. Uh, We also have a very nice, uh, so you get to choose two entrees. I brought in the vegan uh, portion, which is our Thai burrito, uh, made with, uh, uh, we do like a walnut, uh, cream, uh, with a little bit of uh, cilantro in it, it's done with rice, and a nice curry sauce. And what I like about that is Don can attest to this. On our last show, we had a sort of
0: vegan-themed yeah. show for Valentine's Day, even though we did invite Chubby's Steakhouse yeah. in to have uh, 10 steaks in front of all of the, the vegans, but that was just <laughs> for fun, <laughs> but... The restaurant these days really need to have a diverse menu. And if you're not, one, you're not going to be successful. And two, you're not going to have a menu that is really helping everyone out who's coming in. Because as we stated in our last show, if you've got... a five people in your party, one may be a vegetarian, one so, may be just a carnivore. Yeah. We know Don's a vegan. Yeah, of course. You <laughs> tell by my uh, slender uh, physique. But so, I mean, g- I, that was a great idea to sure. have that. Would uh, you call Don a
2: brisket vegan? <laughs> <laughs> Brisketarian.
3: <laughs> Brisketarian.
2: <laughs> but uh, continue. Sorry for interrupting. That's okay. Not a problem. And I brought a uh, Conchita de Pilbill uh, enchilada, uh, which is a slow roasted pork. Uh, Done with a really, really nice uh, achiote sauce. uh, Done with white beans, I mean uh, white rice, uh, black beans, a little pickled onion on top. That's one of the entrees. And then for dessert, you get a choice of either our tres leches or our churros, which I brought the churros in-house with our homemade chocolate dipping sauce. Oh, man, they were delicious.
0: First time I had them, they were very good. And kudos to you. I don't know what you traveled with and brought them. They were still warm.
2: That was great. I don't want to tell you where they were. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Chef uh, Company Secret, Chef Bertine, secret. Yeah, <laughs> Chef Bertine uh, Lopez uh, does everything from scratch for us. It's it's a beautiful. It's almost like a patachu type dough. Um, rolls them in a little bit of cinnamon and sugar, and then like I said, with the dark chocolate, sixty percent uh, done. A little bit of a uh, table cream, cooked off. And now you dunk and and like I said, these these are. Hopefully a non-caloric, non-fattening <laughs> item at the end of the meal after you have a, a, the three courses from us at the Los Capitas.
0: Now, how long have you guys been open at that location? That's
2: 13 years. Wow. Uh, that actually was one of the icon starts. Uh, that made Passyunk Ave. Passyunk Ave. What it is now? Yeah, I mean, uh, because before it was Italian <laughs> restaurants. It was nothing. You no, know, had a Don wasn't time. complaining. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but, but now it's so diverse. Oh, absolutely. You still have your high-end Italian restaurants, sure. Don. So you don't yeah. have to worry about that. They're yeah. not going anywhere.
2: <laughs> no, that's what's nice about East I You can have that. Anybody from anywhere can come in and they can choose something. Yeah. Uh, you have up the street. You have one of the most upscale, uh, number one restaurant in the country. Uh, Top Chef winner from Laurel mm-hmm. uh, and Nick Elmy. Yeah. Uh, and also Eddie was just on Top Chef. He did get kicked out of his Top Chef uh, sixth place. But he, he's the number one there. He's actually a chef de cuisine. Uh, then you're looking at the other places that we have. Uh, Brigantessa, uh, you have uh, a beautiful uh, Spanish tapas style place called Barcelona. Uh, then you have Nord, which is the Norwegian style. So what's really nice is that we have everything that you need. You walk into, you can go from fried chicken yeah. to Indian to upscale, like fancy like take compar. Oh my God, absolutely! I mean, you guys literally How can you not like meat on
0: a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. Everything that you could think of is literally on that avenue. It's the United Nations, practically, and everyone is doing it well. That's the thing that really, I think, makes it stand out, and I think— you were named like the ten best food
2: street in America or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Uh, also the, the big thing is that it's very alcohol forward too. I mean it's a very friendly street, but we do. Is that have before cocktails.
0: or after the alcohol that it becomes friendly? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the weekend if you come by, especially when it hits warm, we have a hundred seats outside for you and we do make the best margarita on the street. I'll tell you, I'll put it up against some sandy margarita in the city. Um, we have great bartenders. I have over a selection of eighty tequilas, mezcal's, um, ranging from you know a well range to a four hundred dollar bottle. If you want to sit and sip, or if you just want to sit there and grab a pitcher of margaritas at happy hour, you know it's it's one of the best times. And then great food. Now, correct me
0: if I am wrong. Maybe Don, you know this as well because Don runs a bar as well. Terry's too over in Falcroft. <laughs> but there is two ways to make a margarita. One is with uh, agave tequila. Mm-hmm. And the other one is with gin, isn't
2: it? Well, no, a margarita is always going to be made with Oh, chicken. I'm thinking of a uh, uh, a Manhattan, well, I think. Manhattan's uh, that's whiskey. Whiskey. Well, I'm just getting that's, wrong all, it's, all it's, around. It's still good though. <laughs> you can make a martini with either gin or vodka. Okay. But a proper way is if you go with a true craft cocktail, it's made with gin always. Okay. And then as uh, 007 would say in James Bond, he likes his shake and not stirred, <laughs> which makes him seem not too bright because you really don't want to bruise gin. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just got to defeat all of the bad guys. It's not a bartender. <laughs> but
0: what would you say is the most difficult part, if there even is one, of being on East Passion Avenue?
2: Uh, I I think it's not the difficulty anymore. I the more uh, new restaurants, the more uh, diversity that we have. I think more people come into the area, and and you know you have to spread the wealth. When you only have four restaurants, you're not going to get as much much foot traffic. And the street is beautiful. I mean, it's lined with lights, um, everything. Yeah, I mean, for three blocks, I mean, you're hitting twenty two restaurants. So you can just start at each one and just have a great time. Just you know, go with a bite for each one, grab a drink here and there, and and within a month you still aren't hitting all the restaurants.
0: And you know what's I find us find odd and uh let's see if you've had that experience as well, Don, is people from Philadelphia, they'll say, Oh, I do like it down there. They have a lot of great restaurants. There's nowhere to park, so I don't I try to stay away. But I always say you do know that you can take the Broad Street line.
5: Yeah, right there.
0: And it's It's right there. And then they go, really? Yeah, where have you been? Mm. (laughs) I never thought of that. Yeah, So park your butt somewhere (laughs) along the Broad Street line that you don't have to worry about parking and hop on because the Broad Street line goes, what, every seven minutes, I think? It's it's quick. Yeah, It's quick. So if you're worried that you're not going to find
2: a parking spot, Septa will take care of you to yeah. get there. <laughs> I thank you for reminding us about that, Derek. That's a great push and a promo to bring more people down to East Passyunk. Yeah, because yeah. right. I mean, I, I would say that's to me the one
0: critique or uh, that everyone says to uh, the parking, the parking, the parking. You don't have to worry about that. I know Pam sort of like that. Pam's yeah. like, "Way to go, Derek!"
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember going down there when I was younger and uh, used to walk down Passion Avenue after five thirty. It was like a ghost town. I mean, there was. The few restaurants yeah. that were open, but all the old mom and pop shops at five yeah, they o'clock close they close and go home. Yeah, they couldn't care who was on the street.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, now the joins, association, in- yeah, the yeah,
5: association down there
0: did a great job in reviving the whole area. Yeah, I mean they did a wonderful job, but also as we said, it's going to get a little bit more crowded down there because Philadelphia loves their restaurant week. Anyone in the restaurant industry will tell you if, hey, we normally do maybe 500 covers, 1,000 covers. We had, uh, uh, I forget what restaurant it was. Normally, whatever it was, they tripled their covers when it comes to Restaurant Week. I'm sure the same for you
2: guys as well. Sure. So why don't you tell us a little bit about East Passion Restaurant well, Week. The Restaurant Week, which is nice, uh, the way they actually put it out to you is we offered something that in Center City they only do to $35. And it is they, the prefix. But on Pass Young, since we try to uh, entice a little bit more and not hurt your wallet, so you start with, you can have a prefix three-course $15 mm-hmm. um, at lunch or dinner. Uh, and then you have the mid-range, which would be your 25 and then the top end would be 30 Did
0: you hear that, Dining on a Dime crew?
3: I actually did, and I was going to say, we talked a little bit about this, where Restaurant Week is a double-edged sword. For some people, it's great. For other people, they're like, I'm still not going to pay thirty five dollars for dinner. Fifteen. When you're talking about a fifteen dollar price point, well, I mean that's almost like a tr- that's like that's like a cheesesteak and fries. Ah, and now all of a sudden, I'm going to get. I love cheesesteaks. Don't get me wrong, but you know you're kind of getting a pretty good upgrade. From- yeah. You've got
2: the 15, the 25, and the 35. And this is, I think, uh, one of the things where Pam had a big play in where they actually pushed past Ave and talked about that. And at first I kind of questioned, but it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think at the the point as well, I think as far as
0: neighborhoods go that are a dining scene in Philadelphia, East Pass is probably the family-friendliest dining scene part where there's a lot of restaurants. Chestnut Hill does all right, but it's no East Pass Young, let's be let's be for real. But I would say that that price point allows everyone to come because as John said, all right, you got the Center City one. Do, do you really want, uh, Tim, Sophia coming in and you're paying 35 hours for restaurant week for Sophia or, or you feel more comfortable throwing down 15? you
3: are plating your food with tweezers <laughs> and, you know, your, your truck is parked 19 blocks away.
0: <laughs> so I think that, like you said, to Pam's credit, recognizing it's multi-generational in East mm-hmm. Pass young. Absolutely. So, what else would you say
2: is going on on East Passyunk that people don't know about? Um, we do. It's it's the best is in the summertime. We do uh, the Avenue. It's 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 flavors of the Ave. Um, that's when every restaurant it's outside. Uh, we close the streets off for three and a half blocks, and it's a free for all. It's a, just a great time. I mean, it's it's. I like anything that's described as a free uh, for all. <laughs> when you have margaritas being poured, really is margaritas poured outside. You can walk with open containers, but there's food stands every four feet. I mean, everywhere you go, there's there's food stand, food stand, food. So for five bucks, you get a piece of corn, and you walk next door, and you get a pork sandwich, and you get a slice of pizza, and you go down the street, and then then you like say you get a satay. So I mean, these are the things that East Passyunk Ave offers us, uh, and it's tough to do like. I feel I'm, I love Rittenhouse. I love the area, um, and I'm a Center City guy. I, I, I can't say anything bad about it. I worked uh, west abroad for a real long time, but this is more homey. As you said, it's more of a community, and it, it's friendlier. Yeah. I mean, once you get on the street and everybody's around, it's you know you don't have to worry about somebody just giving you the eyeball. It's, it's more or less, yeah, hey, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you know, sounds and, and, and like he's next describing, you know,
3: describing the Italian market. <laughs> I don't recognize you or your grandmother. Get the stepping,
0: <laughs> but. but also. Most times before or after you, as you mentioned, twenty-two restaurants.
2: Correct? No, oh, at least uh, it's over twenty. Uh, I might be. I might be uh, under Yeah, that number exactly.
0: But you can also go clothes shopping. You sure. Should, uh, they even have an escape room that is much for different. for the eighties. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is much different than it used to be when the Italians had the they
5: escape. Were, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> escaped when the Italians had it. Yeah, there was no escape. No. The no. escape room it made you an offer you couldn't refuse, and was <laughs> an
0: Escape dumpster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Still kissing the ring when you, you enter the room, though. But yeah, I mean, there's lots and lots of fun things to do. What would you say uh, is the best asset of Cantina? What is your favorite thing? Now's your two to three minute sales pitch for everyone who's listening of why we need to go. There's twenty some restaurants to choose sure. from.
2: Why are we going to Cantina? Uh, it's it's one of the most welcoming places on the avenue, uh, uh, along with being the icon thirteen years ago. Uh, we just repainted the building. You can't miss it. It's multicolors. Yeah. I mean, it looks like you walk in and it's part of Mexico. It's Cancun. I mean, it's it's whatever you'd like it to be. Off the beach, you get a great drink. Um, and what it is, like I said, we have an incredible chef, Chef Bertine, old school, um, Mexico City. He does a little Chino Latino. I mean, it's called the chief of style and his <laughs> specials. But I mean, the things he can create uh, is, is just affordable, attainable. It's tacos and tequila, but they're great tacos. And we have incredible tequilas, great margaritas. And you have me. So you come and say hello to Anthony. <laughs> you
3: know, that's a wonderful thing, too. I love if, the humil- humility from East Fasier Avenue yeah. because, you know, they'll never really tell you how great they are unless you ask.
0: I do like that about a place, <laughs> though, because how, me. how many places do you know when you go and say you're going to go buy carpet? And you say, yeah. well... Why should I buy carpet from you? Well, obviously, because they have me. me. That <laughs> that alone <laughs> lets you know that you are being treated well and fairly at your place and you're sure. having a good time. So I, I enjoy that because there's not a lot of employees that would say the reason to come is because of me. Well, it's confidence, too, a little bit,
3: right? Because, you know, some people are almost afraid to say that. Yeah. You know, oh, we have the best. I don't care what we're talking about. Because somebody goes down there, especially somebody from one of our shows or something like that, and uh, slow your roll—you don't—and <laughs> um, they're super confident that uh, you're not going to find tacos uh, like this in the city.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, w- w- what I would like is what you said is about if I hear somebody walk in the door for one of the shows, I hear, "Yo, where's Anthony at?" <laughs> Where <are laughs> Anthony. Uh, that, that would just—I I would fall out the woodwork. I, I, yeah. That would be the one of the funniest things I can hear.
0: Well, thank you so much yeah. for everything thank that you. you brought in. Everything was fabulous, delicious. I know that I'm going to. Be be going down to East Ave for the restaurant week, which is Monday, February 25th to Friday, March 8th. As I said, they've got a different sort of style. It's $15, $25, or $35. For their restaurant week, and Anthony, why don't you give one last shout out for Cantina and any of the other restaurants that you're sure. the director
2: of? Uh, which which is great is about we we have a great family of restaurants. Uh, the Cantina Los Caballitos has a sister restaurant in Northern Liberties called the Cantina Dos Segundos. Uh, but right up the street, we have great Italian food at the Triangle Tavern, which is an incredible vegan items also. Uh, and up the street from that, you want to get a great burger, we have the Royal. So I mean, we have uh, such. Um, Diversity to offer you as a restaurant person to come yeah. in. You might not want to come to eat some Mexican food and drink tequila, so you go up the street. You get a great Negroni and a chicken sandwich. So
0: any any flavor you're looking for, Absolutely. you guys got it covered. Not Th- a problem. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. thank you. And talking about other great flavors that can be offered, we've got a gentleman on the phone, Don, that was going to talk to us about another sort of great flavor. What flavor is that? Well, we all know of Del Frisco's Double Eagle yes, Steakhouse. We do. But did you know that there is also Del Frisco's Grill? It's right on the Avenue of the Arts, so it makes it easy to go to the Kimmel Center, the Wilma Theater, or even the Walnut Street Theater. You catch a quick bite and then go catch your show. Exactly. Or vice versa. Before or after. They really don't care when you come. They'll, they'll definitely welcome you. And we have the person off the phone with us, Executive Chef Justin Womack, to talk about this new concept that just recently launched. How's it going, Chef Justin? Hey, how you doing tonight? Nice? We're doing great. So uh, tell us a little bit about Del Frisco's Grill. He, us here in Philadelphia, we've known Del Frisco's for a long time, especially the bank dining area where you can dine inside an old bank vault. That's really a highlight. So uh, – Tell us why we should be putting our hard-earned dollars over to the grill now for a couple meals.
6: We're a little different. Obviously, everybody knows that Del School's Double Eagle, the big, you know, grand experience. We're we're a little different, so we're a great place for any occasion, actually. So meetings, up after work, gathering with friends, closing the business deal. We're more of an approachable, casual um, sister or brother you would call for the Double Eagle. So you know, same great stakes, you know, same quality service, just a different atmosphere. But um, all along, all, like great place to be.
0: And you guys, uh, you have more than 100 selections of wine from the prestigious 90-plus-point wine list. So if you want to have a couple drinks before or after the show as well, you don't have to just come in there and have a gigantic meal. It's good for happy hour or any hour of that time of the day, correct? Correct.
6: Absolutely. We definitely have more than 200 offerings expanding from the globe. So, I mean, wine selections, great cocktails, great service. We, we have it all on top of great food. <laughs>
0: what would you say is the most difficult part of having Del Frisco's Grill so close to Del Frisco's while even having the same name? Does it take a little while to educate the consumer when they come in and say, yeah, we're Del Frisco's, but we're a little bit different?
6: Obviously, it's a different conversation, but I wouldn't call it difficult. I would say it's actually easier because we're, we're already known the city, you know, with Double Eagle. So by coming over and seeing the Del Frisco, the big lit sign on Broad Street, it's a lot more accessible than getting a chestnut street. You know, people ride by it way more than right by double eagle so it's once they get in there they're, they're sold they see the nice ambiance they see you know the nice grand bar they see the you know the ultimate great service and then they get their food it's like wow it's, it's really not that much different you know so once we get them in there you know it's, it's it's a great you know opportunity to keep them over there you know not that we're trying to you know take anything from the double eagle but you know it's either one you go to but the one at the at the grill is a lot more approachable come on you know, you're, casual, you're not like the, you're
0: not board, are, are you the executive chef at the double eagle as well Well, then you can take everything away from the Double Eagle and say, this is the place to be. (laughs) 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 But you're no stranger to the hospitality industry. Uh, You you have uh, served as the culinary manager of many well-known restaurants and groups. What is your personal stamp on Del Frisco's Grill? When you came on board... Obviously, there's probably not a lot of wiggle room since there's a corporate environment at Del Frisco's. But I know most places are very open to hearing what the local executive chef is looking or wants to do. What's your personal stamp that you've put on in Philadelphia?
6: So I think my, my stamp is uh, in line with what the brand is all about, culture, you know, really taking care of our people. Um that that's one of the things that really brought me into joining the brand. So, you know, one of my main things and you know, what what keeps me, you know, driven is the people I'm working with and working for. So we've hired a, a, a tremendous staff to, to put out great food, you know, to execute the the food at a, a very high level. So that that's my stamp. Um and with that stamp it's it's put me on a, a council as far as you say, Wiggle room. I'm on a president's council, so we get to go to, you know, corporate office and, and talk about the, the next wave of the country, of, of the company, you know, things that are going good, the things that are, you know, we could improve on. So it, it's definitely a small family. It's, it's a big brand, but, you know, it's definitely in touch with our people. So, you know, definitely have a, a reach to, to adjust things that are, you know, not as, as good as we wanted to, but also improve things that are doing great. You know, we have a great clientele, great business, you know, and we're making a lot of people happy, so we want to continue to do that. So. I believe my stamp, you know, to make it better, you know, better than it already is, is just, you know, connecting with with our people, you know, and inside and outside of our our walls.
0: And the location feels cozy, yet you guys are large enough to really hold anything. It's 7,200 square feet, have the ability of more than 250 guests, and you even have a private dining space For groups up to 36 guests, why don't you tell us a little bit about the private dining space? Because I I find it always interesting to hear about little specials that restaurants have for a private dining space because it it sort of feels like mad menish when you're going into a private dining room. It's very exclusive and uh, big events. What's your private dining space like?
6: Definitely can fit up to up to 40 people. You know, it's it's cozy. Like you said, it has a a nice uh, television there for you to run business meetings. We can hook up any type of you know A/V system that you want for A/V. If you wanna, we had a uh, get together the other day and they actually brought their own boombox. They had like a little party in there. You know, they turned the music down a little bit so they didn't you know uh, intrude on any of the guests. But you know, you walk by the open kitchen, the beautiful kitchen. You walk by and then you get to the private dining room, has its own door. You know, you can walk in there and you know sit and have your own service, whether you want to, you know, run a meeting, you're, if you want to, you know, celebrate a, a deal, or if you want to celebrate, a, you know, a, even a, a proposal the other, other day we had somebody proposed to his, uh, his now fiancé. So it's, Did it's she say yes or no? Open for anything. Uh, she, she said yes. He was crying. <laughs> he, he went on that one. It, it was a good surprise. He brought us in on that deal, so it was really good. It, it was good to be a part of that. You know, celebrating life restaurants, that's what we're all about. Yeah. You know, so in a private dining room or in a – we have had mezzanine. In the mezzanine, we had like a little – uh, party upstairs on the mezzanine that holds you know about, it depends on if you have seating up there, about like 60 people you can sit up there you know, looks over the restaurant, you can see the whole entire bar, you can see the kitchen so you can have a little private event you know, a couple spots in our restaurant and still feel private, you know, but still see the scenery and the ambience of the restaurant.
0: See, so you're a good man, Chef Justin, because that little devil inside of me most times when you see a public proposal happening, whether it's at like a, a sports stadium or a large event a little tiny voice, say no, huh? yeah. A little tiny <laughs> voice inside my head usually says, "Oh, I hope they <laughs> say no," and then, <laughs> kicks,
4: right? exactly,
0: and, and, and just see what happens from there. But uh, you right. also volunteer with the Boys and Girls Club of America outside of Del Frisco's Grill. So thank you for your time volunteering, because. As we all know, uh, it's not easy to get free time, let alone spend it doing other things, helping other people. So we want to thank you for that.
6: Absolutely, thank you.
0: So, what is your favorite item on the menu?
6: Well, we got to go with the steaks. We have, you know, prime prime meat, prime beef. You know, so we got to go with the steaks. They're they're tender, they're juicy. You know, they're 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 well seasoned. They're cut in-house by me every day you know or one of my chefs so you know it's definitely some some time and effort that goes into it so when it's cooked down that's what i got to enjoy you know that with a with a side of truffle mac and cheese you know and then Mm. if you want to start it off i'll start with the you know obviously our our staple as far as appetizers are the philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls and now we have a you know a grill in the philadelphia area that we can serve our cheesesteak egg rolls so you know that would be my complete meal it'd be the egg rolls to start off you know, a steak with a truffle mac and cheese to go with it. And i finish it off for dessert will be a lemon cake. So that will be my complete meal.
0: Well, I chef... eat
6: it every once in a while, and get to sit down. but it's not not too often I get to sit down.
0: Well, Chef Justin, if you're a fan of cheesesteak egg rolls, you have got to make sure to stay on the line afterwards to listen to the show because we've got pitmaster master Tim Monk in studio of Monk Man's Barbecue. And listen to these barbecue egg rolls that he brought. He puts them on the smoker. Chicken cutlet pork brisket and cheese i mean it goes on and on but we'll we'll talk about you in a little bit tim's getting there i I, I see i see he's getting all revved up but uh as you mentioned you guys have a wonderful menu everything from cheesesteak egg rolls to tacos to flatbreads to pan seared scallops to fillets Anything and everything you could want, and you're perfectly located right on the avenue of the arts. I want to say it was a pleasure talking to you, Chef Justin. And if there's any social Absolutely. medias or anything like that before you go, please share them before you leave.
6: Uh, well, we have DF Grill um, on, on Instagram. I know we have one, that page. Um, Facebook, you know, Twitter, all those things, those avenues will be Delphi's Coast Grill. You can definitely see what we got going on coming up in the future.
0: Awesome. Well, have yourself a great night. Hope to talk to you again sometime soon.
6: All right, thanks so much. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Bye bye. Egg rolls. Just uh,
0: my my eyes just <laughs> popped when he said, "Tim, how how many did you bring in?"
4: Uh, I brought five today.
0: Seven. Well, you brought five <laughs> trays.
3: See
4: yeah. yeah. not uh, uh, five single.
3: <laughs> I just said so, about one hundred
0: thirty-four egg rolls <laughs> in the table. <laughs> well, one thirty-two because I've been eating, you know. <laughs> but. We had a barbecue extravaganza, and we're going to keep everybody just on the edge of their seat for these barbecue egg rolls just a little bit longer because we've got another uh, wizard of barbecue, I should say, and that is Jim house, and he's the pit master of the award-winning, how's that sound, Jim, award-winning Pork Island Barbecue. Surreal. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> some of those awards were won when they were sober, just to jump in there. Really? <laughs> what was that? You won some of those awards when you were sober.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> congratulations. Now, I've heard of... Pork Island Barbecue, and I'm familiar with some of the things that you've done. I mean, how can you not be familiar when you've got sandwiches sort sort of named the John Cole <laughs> sandwich? But I have to say I'm disappointed in myself that this is the first time that I've actually tasted Pork Island Barbecue, and it's certainly not going to be the last. How about you, Don? I think those ribs, the meat just came right off And the way that you have them sitting in the juices, bravo, job well done. Thank you. Not sauced heavily because those, when you're doing the barbecue circuit, as you know, smoking it and doing it competition style, they sort of frown on the sauce and a lot of pitmasters struggle to not put the sauce on, because it's, it's just sort of like second nature, because you always grew up as a child, and you're like, we want some more barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, this is delicious. Right, right. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and Pork Island Barbecue and some of these 10 million events that you got going on, because you've you got a busy schedule coming up.
7: It's, it's, it's starting to get there. Um, we started in 2016. Um, 2017, we won Best of the Press, Best Barbecue last year. Best of the press, best barbecue two years in a row. Last year we also won
0: um, third for catering. So let, let's rewind the, the City area. <laughs> let's let's rewind for yes. a minute. Let me see. How did you get into this? Was it a passion? Backyard barbecue. And backyard, family, barbecue. And so and yeah. backyard barbecue. So you've gone from backyard barbecue. We made everybody fat. fat. To <laughs> being named number one and winning awards. So yes. that how were you notified that you were best of the press did you just happen to like pick up the paper that day cuz fewer and fewer times that actually happens for ink and print that were or were you on a tablet
7: no it's it's um <laughs> Um, it's everything's on social media, Facebook, you know. the Someone tagged you. So they, hey, um, I know him. We were notified that we were nominated. So then, you know, you share it. Okay. And so when they contacted us, they're like, do you really have a big uh, social media presence? We're like, well, I shared the post. <laughs> <Once> <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> you know, I was like, so. And then this last year when we got third for catering, I was like, we didn't even know we were nominated for catering.
3: So you're winning awards you don't was, even know you're nominated for now. That was a
0: really huge I put
3: your us, name in for everything, man.
0: Thanks, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's um, not. For Miss New Jersey next <laughs> <Right>. year. <Hey. laughs> You'll take anything. Take
3: we anything. finished fifth I'm in good. pizza. I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
7: they didn't know it was Elio's. <laughs> Smoking Elio's pizza. Um.
0: So you've gone from backyard <laughs> to go into this. Uh, how did, did it come into the catering? When did you notice that, okay, I'm starting to win some accolades. Now I can start to make some money off of this?
7: You know, growing up, you know, just we've always made food for a family. You know, hey, can I get trades of this and that and sure so then friends hear about it so then you're like well now i'm starting a business now it's got to be like the real thing and then word just spread word spread and now this year we're actually gearing more towards catering and less towards like you know last year we really pumped out a lot of we're hitting a lot of the, the breweries and stuff like that
0: it's a lot of work. And We're catering sort of. You're you're focused on one right. thing, and you're able to really put your attention right. and uh, attention to detail and quality to the right. product. Because right. when you're with the brewery, people want a large selection, and sometimes that's hard to do.
7: And it's a it's a um, a guessing game mm-hmm. a lot of times. You know, you could bring a whole out. lot of product right. and nobody
0: buys that darn You sell thing. a lot
7: of ribs one weekend. The next weekend, you sell two racks. You know, you bring four four trays of pulled pork one weekend. You sell out one week, so it's doing gearing more towards the catering. It's a lot of that is gone now. You know, yeah. But we're still there's a couple big food truck and festivals that we still hit in our local area. Uh, we won the one in Galloway last year, so they, we had to go back this year. And they, they, there's like 20 plus food trucks. And <laughs> it sounds like you didn't want to. He's like,
3: I had to go back oh, this year because oh, no, I. Won. You mean I won? That's our another backyard. championship. <laughs> oh man! No,
7: no, I, I yeah, I didn't mean to miss it <laughs> They're <laughs> awesome. They put on a great event, and we're we're very happy to go back. You know, it's and that's. Oh, now now big. he's
0: very happy to yeah, go back. Yeah.
7: <laughs> so what I I guess what I was trying to say is we really kind of um, pick. The few that we, you know, but you want to focus on. want focus on, and then I mean, know, and, and that's what they do in
0: the professional circuit as well. Right. You got individuals like Meyer, Micton, Tuffy Stone. Right. They're not going to come to the sea right. uh, Isle smoking on the river right. Right. barbecue festival. They're going to go where the pocket's a half a million dollars.
7: Last year, we did get to hang out with. We weren't entered, but we went and uh, met some friends of ours and, um, um uh. Big Mo Casan was actually oh, he's, competing he's so in friendly. Wildwood. He was the took pictures with us, had a beer with him, you know. He's oh, no. really Let down to earth. Look at all his gear; it was like really, really nice.
0: I remember when he got signed for Big Red, okay. the soda, and he was just over the moon because he's Super just a regular sort of guy doing another nine to five <laughs> right. gig, right. and he's starting to get sponsorships, yeah. and and he's I don't know what to do. Like, do <laughs> yeah. I make this my full time gig? Do I? Do? And that's a difficult sort of crossroad where you're starting to get a name for yourself. You're starting to monetize this name, but it's also interfering with your normal lifestyle and job, and you say, oh, what am I going to do now? Right. Right. Absolutely. Um,
7: we're not there, so we're not worried <laughs> about that. <laughs> but uh, we are actually going to enter our first uh, official KCBS Barbecue competition. Good, good. Um, which will be in two weeks at the showboat in Atlantic City. Nice. Um, we, we've done a couple competitions, a chili cook-off, stuff like that. Um, so we're like, we need to. Step How'd you do in that in. chili
3: cook-off, by the way?
7: Uh, we went down to Cape May. We he didn't placed... want to go back next year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, we stepped out of our comfort zone and did a chowder also. Um, we did a, uh, a smoked bacon potato leek corn chowder. Um fair well but uh, you know you're not competing against those creamy you know crab chowders you know down in Cape yeah. May where it's like And that was at garden. the
0: Grand Hotel and what yeah, a beautiful what a beautiful
7: place great venue um but we did pretty good in the chili I whenever you I figure you could place like 3rd, 4th when you're not in your backyard it's pretty decent and we we got 4th and all the chili contestants were within, like they said, three, four points of each other. Wow. So I consider that, like, doing good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if and you, it was at, my backyard and I got fourth, I'd be upset.
0: <laughs> and you've done a lot of events for Garden State Beer Company. Uh, they're great,
7: great folks to, to work with. Um, the whole crew over there is, is awesome. Is awesome. What's
0: your favorite beer over there? Do you, do you work There's, for beer?
7: Is their Porter. I love their Porter. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a darker beer fan. And if you go to Garden State Beer Company, you got to try their porter. It's really good.
0: And J. Cole even brought you a special beer tonight. I did. It was yeah. not
3: from Garden State. I assumed Jim would have that on tap in his truck <laughs> now. But I'm one of those guys that this time of year, I love a porter. Yeah. Garden State also does, you know, I'm at food truck events, August, 90 degrees. They do a uh, like a cream ale type. Yeah. And it's just absolutely, you know. I just I like in that heat. I just can't drink and five six yeah, glasses a yeah.
0: quarter. <laughs> be on the ground. Yeah,
3: yeah, be on the ground. They have a a, a cream ale that's
0: now. Have you it's tried cream to, cream cream to cream. infuse the beer into your cooking?
7: What I've done when um, we were doing more of the breweries, what I would do is get either a if they had a red ale or if they didn't have a red ale, I'd get a lager. And what I would do is with our mac and cheese, I would use that in our cheese sauce. Oh, good so idea. then I would use their. I so, I, sometimes and the cheese sauce for the mac and cheese. I
0: sometimes see porters for the sauce for the meat. Sometimes,
7: personally, you're I have not, fan not fan had success with it making sauces with alcohol. I feel like a lot of times, once when, when you bring it up to heat and you're mixing things, it, the the taste that I'm looking for,
0: yeah. I lose. Yes,
7: especially with with bourbons beers, once I bring them up to temp, add what I think. And what's I'm that like,
0: taste you're looking for? Because John seems to yeah. l- l- like that uh, y- y- you've competed in some of these events sober, so it's, it's the taste that you're <laughs> looking for just 100% bourbon? No, no. Oh, this you doesn't taste the... like bourbon at <laughs> all. This is the <laughs> garbage. The more bourbon in the
3: food and the less bourbon in the cook, that's where now, the success ratio
0: is. Yeah, yeah. Uh.
7: But now one thing we, we are doing, we're doing a... Um, Uh, a tasting for Passion Vines, which is a local liquor store, and we're pairing their, uh, they carry a a line of Irish whiskeys, which is uh, West Cork. One of them is a um, peat peat charred barrel Irish whiskey. So I'm setting uh, bacon, let it set for a couple hours in that whiskey, then smoke the bacon, chop it, use that for the base for a bacon potato leek soup. Nice. So far, so good. It's really coming out. The flavors are starting to pop.
0: What's your f- one what's, of them. what's your favorite item that you make? Our ribs. The ribs. Our ribs. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. Thank you very much. They were Absolutely. Yeah,
7: our ribs, and then our mac and cheese. Yeah, that's my two
0: my two favorites. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, as I said, Don. I'm certainly a fan of Pork Island Barbecue. Thank you. You want me over. <laughs> <laughs> and Don, even if if you want to tink, uh, tinker with a couple espresso rubs, right there. We do. We use. Uh, Coffee in our uh,
7: in uh, our wow. cowboy uh, cowboy beef rub hey, oh, for see, our uh, I, hot roast beef.
5: Yeah, see, it th- just happens to have a card over here. <laughs>
7: <laughs> but uh, job well done, <laughs> sir. F- fabulous. Uh, real quick, uh, my second favorite would have to be the JC Pig Daddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, oh, was there a
3: sandwich named for me? I was I,
0: unaware. I wish you the best of luck Thank in you very your much. KCBS competition. Thank you very much. Word of advice: just make sure that's on time, on because time. there's no yeah. if and or buts. We're practicing about the time. <laughs> Do you want to share your social medias, website, email, or anything like that? Um,
7: we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pork Island Barbecue. That makes um, it easy. Yeah, just Pork Island Barbecue, you'll find us. Awesome. Real easy.
0: Awesome. Thank well, we've got much, another guys. gentleman. Know, well, let me ask, since, your opinion, since you're another, what was your opinion of all these uh, barbecue egg rolls?
7: I haven't tried them. What? Yet. I, I came in right before, but I'm going to try every single one <laughs> of them. They smell amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to try them all.
0: Well, Can I we just jump
3: in real quick and say one very quick thing? I'm sorry. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, Pete Genovese, food writer dot com, author, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, he issued the comment that New Jersey was a barbecue wasteland. Now, in all fairness to him, he'd come back from a trip from North Carolina, blah, 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 but he was sort of right. And maybe two, three years ago, uh, two of the gentlemen that are sitting here, we've got a few other places in Jersey, primarily South Jersey, um, and Pete has admitted he's since revised that opinion. These guys are like single-handedly, I just don't want this to get lost, they're single handedly putting Jersey on a barbecue map. I agree. Where there was just nothing. There was nothing. There was people
0: were like, Oh yeah, they got a famous Daves in Cherry Hill and Well and people yeah. always used to say, Oh, I'm I'm go- I'm having real barbecue and you're at some Jersey diner. Yeah. Real- I mean, where where was the smoker in the back? I must have missed it. No, it's <laughs> like the Jack Daniels bag that got ripped open <laughs> from Costco.
3: But these guys are out there, they're doing their thing. And, you know, Pete admitted that you know, the step-up has been enormous. Exactly. I mean, there's things Jersey's great at. Yeah. Barbecue is not one of them. No. Last three, four, five years at the most, uh, a bunch of restaurants have opened And the up.
0: egg roll. Your opinion on the egg roll? Uh, the egg roll is delicious.
3: There are two egg rolls I've tried, and I couldn't... They are that high a level. Um, we gave award wins to uh, Shore Good on a food truck, and that would have taken first place Look in the egg roll competition. Look at that, Tim. Uh, um, I've great. judged a Thanks. bunch of food competitions. That's absolutely delicious. Uh, Particularly, I know we got a lot of barbecue here. The chicken cutlet with uh, that long hot hot is like (laughs) right in my wheel. Anthony, Anthony,
0: I I think you have four of them. Andy, let's talk about the long hot. Anthony, Anthony, let's talk about the long hot. So, but yeah, I mean, as we mentioned in the the write up, uh, Tim here, he's the man, the myth, the legend of making. Amazing and unique barbecue egg rolls and many other great barbecue delicacies. And he's the pit master of Monk Man's Barbecue and sort of, like you, Jim, starting it in the backyard. Yeah. So for those who don't remember or might have missed a previous episode, tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
4: I'm from Gloucester City. I'm married to my beautiful wife, Eileen Monk. My daughter, Sophia, is here today.
0: Yeah, she opened the she was show. Opened the yeah. show for She's Job well done. The Special <laughs> co-host. She was much better than me, I have to say that.
4: <laughs> but I, I started off the same way, you know, just doing things for family and friends. And uh, now I'm doing catering things and weddings. And you know, and, uh, a few months back, we started doing the egg rolls, and they've just taken off.
0: Yeah. I mean, the egg rolls, the first time that you brought the egg rolls to the show, I'm going to be honest, barbecue egg roll. Mm, I'm not too sure i had one bite and i said this is delicious gobbled it down and tim knows i've even ordered off of him a, a huge order one time yeah. i forget how to think it was like 50 uh, or 60 of them yeah and i'm, I'm i hate to admit i eat them all by myself in one sitting <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> but they were great i mean it i i didn't see anything like that in the food scene around here. And I really liked how you developed that concept, perfected it, and pushed out a really quality product.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like, we started off with the barbecue ones and mac and cheese as well. We do a, a home-smoked cheddar mac and cheese with jalapenos. It's fantastic. But, uh, you, know, we, you know, other people started asking us for other things to do. So we started with the the chicken, col- with the long hots and sauce and smoked mozzarella pizza egg rolls and uh, you know, we're doing a apple pie filling egg roll, a cherry pie filling egg roll. I, I think we do 16 different kinds right now.
0: Wow. 16 different kind of egg rolls. Yeah.
4: On on an average, we'll do 300 of, 300 of them. But on a big day, it'll be 700 egg rolls. I'm telling you, maybe... Uh, John's
0: usually good with this, with uh, <clears throat> great little uh, names. Uh, but maybe not again. He might name everything the JC egg roll. But As soon <laughs> as you have a J. Cole egg roll, call me. <laughs> <laughs> but... If you could get some really catchy names for them, I think that, for me personally, I I sort of always like catchy names for things. You're
3: right. Coming from the food truck world, we did an episode of Food Truck Authority about this. Cooking's important, sure. Having a truck that works is important, sure. Um, But unbelievably the gimmick is the most important thing i know that's like a pro wrestling term but it's the truth the gimmick is the most important thing uh gimmicky names if you're in a truck having a gimmicky wrap um and just to kind of throw this out there uh egg rolls are perfect food truck food so if you decide you want to take this show on the road uh, <laughs> Call get Dom. at me I, <laughs> I, I'm,
4: I'm, I'm trying i'm trying so let's uh go real quick if we had to go what's your favorite egg roll uh my favorite one's probably the smoked cheddar jalapeno mac and cheese egg roll.
0: Alright, let's make a let's make a name for it. Smoked cheddar and jalapeno. So uh let's go around. Any, anyone have one real quick? No? Everyone's no smoked cheddar. How about uh uh Ched ch- Cheddarella. Cheddarella. Ooh, that's not bad. Sounds like a porno star. <laughs> Don, get <No>. your <laughs> n- mind
3: out of the Scudder, Don. Oh, <laughs> See, Wildfire Don, will be playing like a tinkling noise yeah. over that sound. Don thinking See what happens when
0: I invite him to the Playboy Club in New York City. That's all he's got on his mind now. But you have so many other things that are on your menu. I don't want to overshadow the other menu items that you do and do well. What is your next favorite?
4: Um, we, we do brisket, we do pulled pork, we do jerk chicken, uh, a corn salsa, a smoked corn salsa. Wow. Uh, a smoked potato salad. So this, this, everything in yeah. the is smoked. I try to smoke everything I can, yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, in New Jersey, there might, might be smoking more things
4: <laughs> soon. No comment. Yeah.
3: No, but that's great for them, because that's just more sales. Exactly. I, I need another 13, 14 million people with the munchies, because that's more food trucks <laughs> yeah. we get on <laughs> well, the road. Th- those food diamonds.
0: trucks are just going to be coming down. it's going to be one in every Parkway Turnpike exit now. <laughs> I saw you talking to the governor. You're like, you know what? This bill really should come with the addition of 50 food trucks. You know what look
3: real good on the lawn?
0: <laughs> but what would your next vision be? Do you want to start to do events like gym, at, or would you rather more go into the food truck arena or brick and mortar?
4: Uh, the food truck arena at first, but I would like to try try my hand at doing some type of event.
0: Okay. And what event would you like to do?
4: Because um, right now, I don't know if any
0: egg roll event. So you, we'll name you the king. Well, I'll, you know, I, I'd, I'd really something, so with something egg like the
3: Small Bite Summer Slam. And what you'd have to do is, is you'd have to bring a bunch of people into the parking lot. And I'll take the shot and judge. And then we'll... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let Don set everything up. Because that just sounds like way too yeah. much work That for sounds me. like a lot
4: of work. <laughs> you already run a bunch of businesses. What's one so, more? So what would you... Want to have for your competition? You know, I I think I'm I'm good in brisket and pulled pork too. It don't don't matter to me. Oh, he's yeah. he's, he's got guns slinging. He's ready yeah. to come out for anything.
0: So you go with the food truck, couple competitions. But in the meantime, we want everyone to know about Monkman's Barbecue. How can people find out more about Monkman's Barbecue?
4: Uh, we're on Facebook at Facebook at Monkman'sBarbecue dot com, and um. Phone number is 856-803-3977.
0: Well, I want to tell you once again, Tim, thank you so much for coming in studio. You certainly spoil us. It was so delicious. And I want everyone to go to Monk Man's, give him a try, give Jim a try, give Anthony a try. It was a delicious, delicious show here tonight, but we can't end the show just yet, Don. Do you want to know why? Please tell me why. Uh, I'm glad you asked. Because we have Pennsylvania's most influential chef, as named by Cooking Light magazine online with us, Chef Barbie Marshall. What's going on there, Chef Barbie?
8: Hi, Derek. Hello. Hi. How's everybody doing today? We're doing,
0: doing great. great. So, what's uh, hot and happening with you?
8: So this week I actually had a chance to go check out Globe Dye Works which is at 4500 Worth Street in Frankfurt just off of Torresdale Avenue and it is a beautiful beautiful event space that used to be one of the one of the city's dye works that has this like really rich history and they've taken certain spaces and just really done such a wonderful job with it for parties. Birch Tree Catering is inside. They're the house caterer. <clears throat> and so I got to check out an event to hear about all of the tenants of the dye work, which include Birch Tree, Wecker Leaves, um, a couple coffee roasters, Angel Coffee Roasters, which I actually hadn't had a chance to try. Um, Rival Brothers is also inside of Global Dye Works. So really like, a nice incubator space that has turned into and is now launched into an event space.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of uh, vacant properties and repurposed properties in Philadelphia, they're really doing great things with these old uh, buildings that are really huge. Sort of what they're doing in Kensington and uh, Fishtown did it extremely well. Old city. uh, uh, That's the name of the game. You, You just can't have these uh, buildings uh, dilapidated and falling down and not bringing in tax revenue. So it, it really means a lot when you have something come in, sort of like you mentioned, Dye Works, and do it well. Well, I'm certainly glad that you had a good time covering it there, uh, Chef Barbie. Anything else you got for us before you go?
8: I did. I'm going to throw out some pictures tonight. So I will tag Small Bite in them, so you can see what I saw, but I had a photographer with me this time, so I actually have good, good pictures.
0: Man, photographer? And did he open the door for you when you stepped out of the limo?
8: I'm sorry, it's 2019, Derek, but she definitely did an amazing job.
0: (laughs) Well, I certainly apologize for that, but... Did she open the door for you when you pulled out of the limousine? I drove myself. Oh, hell I'm an independent kind of girl. If
8: you didn't
0: know that. Oh well, we're going to have to get that budget <laughs> increased so we can drive you around the way that uh, you definitely deserve She's to be. Super
3: classy. Ex- She's used to a higher level of service.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, Chef Barbie, thank you so much for calling in, and we look forward to looking at those photos that you and your female companion photographer took uh, that you'll be posting tonight. And uh, talk to you again, March. Tenth. Have a great night.
8: All right. Talk to you
3: soon.
0: Bye bye. So that was fun, Don. It definitely was. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure
3: I know who the female photographer was.
0: <laughs> I, I don't. I'll get myself in trouble if I start guessing. <laughs> Hello. Hello. DNL.
3: <laughs> We're still on the air. Starts the show from the beginning. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the fabulous worry. world of DNL Coffee. Um.
5: My name is Donato Marino, DNL Coffee Service, Bean the Barista Service. Anything you need for the coffee industry, we can either help you or get you to the right people. There you go.
3: And we're going to go around the room. 10 Jim
7: seconds. Ha- Jim House, uh, Pork Island Barbecue. I really appreciate you having us on. There, Our pleasure. Much.
2: J. Cole, and I'll um, be on again in about 15 or 20 minutes on Wildfire. <laughs> uh, Anthony Torcivia from the Cantina Los Caballitos. Come see us down on Passion Cat.
4: Tim Monk, Monk Man's Barbecue.
2: Hurry up. Now's your
0: chance. Are you going to finish it? Oh, now she, she starts the show Now's but doesn't chance. want to it's finish late. it. She's fired. Fired. Chef Justin Womack, Del Frisco Grill, and I'm Derek Tim of uh, BlueGeneFood.com, and we also had John Howard Fusco and Chef Barbie Marshall. This is Small Bites. We're live on Sunday, 6.35 p.m., or find us the following day on all your Apple products on iTunes. We're also syndicated wherever you find us. Uh, Google us you'll find us somewhere. And we end the show like we always do with a joke of the week from the legendary joke teller, Jackie the Joke Man Martlin.
2: I'm Jackie Martlin, and this is Small Bites. A guy comes home from work and says to his wife, this is the third night this week. I came home from work and there's no dinner on the table. Third night this week, no dinner on the table. She says, oh, yeah, well, we got four kids. I get them up. I dress them, I feed them breakfast, I get them off to school. I do the washing, the cleaning, the ironing, the shopping. I haven't got time to wipe my ass.
5: He says, "That's another
6: thing I want to talk to you about." <laughs> <laughs>